This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast hosted by yours truly, Tyler Barth, all the way from Blue Studios out in Westlake Village, California, where we invite our favorite artists to come out and co-host the show. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with today's special guests. Blame caffeine for keeping me awake. This is the Blue Microphones official podcast edited from the House of Rock in Santa Monica, California at the Blue Microphone Studio. I'm your host, Tyler Barth, and my co-host, Stacey Clark. Woohoo! What up, Stace? What's up? Thank you for holding my hand. You're welcome. It's been a very energized week, and we're coming to a close on a Friday afternoon after you recorded some magic here at the house today. I bring nothing but magic. It's a great way to label our Fridays here at the house. It's uh, Magic Fridays. Magic Fridays. There you go. At the House of Rock. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. We actually have never come up with that, but I, I'm, I'm thinking we make this a, a national holiday each week. Yeah. Sounds good. For all the local musicians in town, yeah. come to the Magic Fridays drinks, after, afternoon drinks extravaganza. With this amazing pink champagne by? Lay Medallion. Thank you, Lay Medallion. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring Lay Medallion. <laughs> Thank you. Very tasty. Um, all right. So for our podcast listeners who tune in, uh, we typically have a framework, and that is that we're going to play a couple tracks that you record here at the house earlier today, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll roll into a couple tracks that are available on iTunes, coming out on the new release, and then we'll talk music, artists that we like, songs that we like, and then f- talk about really your story and what's to come. Sounds good. So, without further ado, Stacy Clark, Buffalo, New York. Tell us where it all began. Well, it was a cold night on New Year's, and my mom... No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I grew up in a small town outside of Buffalo, New York, called Grand Island, shaped like a pork chop. And, I don't know, ever since I was little, I just had a connection with music and dancing. And my mom enrolled me in dancing and I feel like once you're in a leotard and you're performing tap and jazz in front of like tons of people everything else after that's bonus so (laughs) I just I don't know I you know would see Sarah McLaughlin, Tori Amos and listen to Nirvana records listen to the Beatles I saw Jimmy World Tour and get bigger and bigger and I was like you know what that's what I want to do and I saved up I worked a bunch of jobs bought my first guitar taught myself and let's just say it's been a really fun and interesting ride. I mean, my mom, who's a guidance counselor, was like, what do you mean you're going to do music? I mean, that was fun. Try convincing your single mom who pushes education and <laughs> tell her you're going to be a musician. That's a good story right there. But, um, you know, it was really a crazy journey. And there's no, like, right way or wrong way to go point A to point B. But I definitely, I really appreciate this long journey I've had because I feel like it just educates you you know and you make so many friends along the way between touring and songwriting and you hone your craft and it's just great to like be here today so from buffalo new york what was the next city that you made your way to well i was in new york city for a little bit um i lived in long island and i'd commute and i would do different auditions for publishing companies and they were all kind of like how did you get here this is crazy and just um you know, it was like, come back in a couple years and all of that stuff. And then finally, I just decided, you know, I want to go for this dream of mine. I want to just like do it. And so I packed up my car and I drove across the country by myself. And that was hard enough. And um, just started over in California. And it's been like a long journey and, you know, meeting lots of different people. And yeah. And I just, I honestly, like when I look back and think about all the different situations I've been through, 
because it's like even though I have band members and I'm part of a band being a singer songwriter is a completely different journey and a lot of it you're on your own and you have to find like strength and you have to you know look at things like really funny because it is kind of a joke half at the time <laughs> you know sometimes you could show up at a venue and they're like oh we're not having the show anymore and you're like okay well do I still get paid and all of that fun stuff and <laughs> busking and I've been in so many different situations from literally playing outside a venue to like trying to make money to the next um, state to like people asking me to play on the airplane and like just really bizarre. And I've, you know, toured all over from Singapore. I did a residency out there to playing with my band at the Cosmopolitan Hard Rock Cafe in Los Angeles. And then I just did a little um, stint in Berlin, which was amazing. And yeah, I just feel like to do what you know anything you love is a blessing but I just I feel very lucky and it's not like privileged because I definitely have sacrifice and I work you know but I I do not take for granted like each day I get to do what I love well said I think a great tone to set for our podcast so for our podcast listeners who are musicians Stacy is living proof that you do need to put a lot of hard work in but at the end of the day it's well worth it oh yeah so, and actually, I will say this. We had a conversation earlier today just about Crested Butte for, for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. And she, Stacy actually said, yeah, oh, yeah, I called the Crested Butte radio station myself, like, when I was 16. And, you know, that's dedication because the reality is if you're not doing it, nobody's going to do it for you. They need to be inspired by your actions as a young musician who has the ambition and clearly the know-how and how to actually make a song. Yeah. So very cool. I like that. It's a really, really great way to start things off. Sometimes with our podcasts, it's like, yeah, I'm from New York, and what's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good way to do it. So now you walked into the House of Rock, what, a couple months ago? Yeah. About a month ago. And uh, we were really just talking about microphones and everything else, and I opened up the opportunity for you to uh, come back and do some recording and co-host the podcast. Now- I don't know what went on in between, you know, obviously the first time you walked into this house to the return date today, but like what was going through your mind as a singer songwriter? Um, well, my first thing is like, oh my God, am I at the right, is this the right house? This cannot be the right house. Oh my God, this is crazy. (laughs) I mean, this is a $22 million beautiful house, you know, amazing studio, top of the line, everything decorated to the nine and it's just gorgeous and just from the moment I entered the house, I was just like, holy moly, where am I? I felt like uh, Alice in Wonderland, just completely like out of my element. And But then as I walked up the stairs to the studio, I soon felt at home. And, you know, I just feel so comfortable here. And it's such like a beautiful space. And everyone who works here is like really, really nice. And um, I just felt like, damn, I need to marry whoever owns this house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, uh. hey, I mean, I, I'll, <laughs> hey, I'll buy into that. Or pimp out one of my friends, too. So I can, <laughs> just kidding. That was going through my mind. But no, I just feel, you know, really happy to, like, be here and record here. And when you gave me the opportunity to come back, I was, like, super excited because already in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I have this song, this song, this song. And look at all these tube amps and tube mics. And I really would love to do this song on this mic. And, yeah, I already had, like... As soon as I got the green light, my brain was working and, you know, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And, um, yeah, it's just great to have this opportunity. So thanks. 
So Stacy is an example of an artist that really took advantage of the opportunity because when I asked her, you know, have you had a chance to record your two tracks today? You were already on track five. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I would have, like, pushed more, but I feel like I did want to enjoy, like, you know, we also did some photos here and I had some fun with my girlfriends. And I just think it's like, you know, I know not only me, but a lot of my friends, we work so hard all the time. And it's, like, really nice just to, like, have – even if it's like a half hour, you know, just place like this, it's like really nice to just take it in and share that. So yeah. Infinity pool work for you. Oh yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's dig into the first track. So uh, I don't know if it was the first one you recorded today, but it was one of them that we're going to highlight on the podcast. It's called lose my mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where was that originally conceived? I actually conceived that a couple years ago. I, um, I had dated a guy, um, we're still friends, but at the time, um, I hadn't talked to him in a while, and I, you know, started talking to him again, and the funny thing is, you know, sometimes <laughs> you think a person's going to change, but they still have, like, similar habits, and <laughs> you, you know, I always see, like, the good in people, especially my friends, um, but I thought in this particular case, it was really, really funny, because here I was just, like, trying to like be friends with this person again and sometimes people aren't capable especially the male species of being friends with the woman unless they want something else or you know especially if there's like feelings still there even or you know if there was any kind of history it might be like kind of weird or I'm just kind of like once it's over like women we usually are like okay we could put you in the friend zone and move on but I think our brains that's why men are from Mars and women are from Venus <laughs> but um it's cool like so I was talking to this friend of mine and Basically, through talking to him and him flaking again on me a couple times, I just was like, it put me back into that relationship and why it didn't work out in the first place. And literally, it's just like can be maddening. And so I came up, you know, lose my mind and just the lyrics are very like straightforward. You know, you say you've changed, you're still the same leading me on. And um, the first time was like in a relationship and the second time is just even a friendship. So, you know, the great thing with life is that through the years you really get to you know understand people more and know and I you know know who they are and I don't take it to heart it doesn't mean like I don't like this person or care about them but it's just who they are and so that was like a kind of a good lesson and I just yeah I wrote that song about that all right let's play it from the house of rock we've got Stacy Clark performing lose my mind here you have it still the same leading me in the dark you lead me on oh it was fun it was the game it was the chase it was the pain that you liked keeping me awake at night keeping me awake at night Ooh. 
tell you everything I want you to be mine I'm falling fast I'm falling deep It was the game It was the chase It was you that I loved Keeping me awake at night Keeping you awake at night Keeping you awake at night I am keeping you awake at night stripped down version acoustic style it's pretty magical right there on magic friday (laughs) (laughs) well thank you and uh so let's get to writing style so obviously you know that song in particular was conceived a couple years ago and you know it was inspired by that relationship but typically as a songwriter do you have a routine let me let me ask that question in a different way do you have like a monday wednesday friday i walk by the ocean and you know get my inspiration from that or is it like middle of the night style or is it both mine's more like middle of the night like uh right before i go to bed i'll have like an idea and lyrics and imagery and i'll like write it down or sometimes it's when i'm driving it's usually at the most inconvenient time when i conceive like my favorite ideas and um i'm the type of person where like i literally grew up um my mom was a single mom and i had to grow up going to a therapist because being a single mom um she wanted to make sure that you know her daughters were okay and everything and so I was just always told to like write out my feelings so it's not like I chose songwriting it's just been a part of my life like as long as I was seven years old so I you know from writing poems to just like little ditties about this or that you know whether it's a relationship or politics or anything I'm passionate angry or happy about you know it's more like a diary so um now, as I've been learning more and more about songwriting, working with other people, and really just like 
honing my craft, I feel like there are so many different techniques and, you know, you can, oh, with a verse, you can match two and four or um, depending on what you want to repeat and there's the stuttering and all these little hooks. And at the end of the day, the things that I write for myself that I'm most proud of just come naturally. It's not forced. Now, when I work for other people, it's it's still natural, but I definitely have to force it more because when you're in a professional studio working and writing for other people you can come up with a great concept and write an idea and then they will beat you with a stick and like say it another way say it another way you know what I mean and it's really challenging and it's much harder than I ever thought you know especially being a songwriter it's a very hard and um so I still think the best ideas are the ones that come first and like naturally can you get a great result working it of course like some of the best songs like you know really take time to develop like anything else but um so I guess it just depends like who I'm writing for if the track the production speaks to me that's huge because if it's a crap track I'm gonna write like I'm not gonna be as influenced to write like great melodies and then my job's even more challenging because it's just like oh god how am I gonna like (laughs) I always joke around like what am I supposed to do be the Michelangelo songwriting this you know track could be complete crap and it's like you gotta like make it amazing and that's really where a challenge from a songwriter, you know, happens. Now, you know, I've heard the stories of a lot of songwriters collaborating overseas and really never even meeting the other songwriter. Have you had any collaborations like that? Yeah, actually, just recently, I was at South by Southwest, and I had met um, a person, but I had no idea that, like, I knew them. And then my management contacted me, and they're like, oh, there's this great band, Bad Boxes. They want to do, like, a remix for you. And I said, oh, this is cool. And then I actually went and I listened to their music. And I was like, wow, this is, like, exactly what I want in production. Like, I want to, you know, so I took it upon myself and uh, contacted their manager and Harrison. And I said, I really want to work with you. I don't want you just to do a remix of my song. Like, I feel like you're very talented. And so we actually started working together. And then I was going through, like, you know, CDs I collected at South By. And I noticed it was the same, it was his CD because the artwork is very like distinguishable. And it's like a naked chick's butt. And so I was like, it's a beautiful, tastefully done. But I was like, okay, I have your CD. I was like, did I meet you? And then we figured out we had met at South By. And, you know, you never know when you're going to meet someone talented. And I feel like even when, when I was, even to today, it's like, I'll always give out my music. And Sometimes people won't listen to it, and I know because sometimes they'll be on tour with bands and they're like, they'll have all these CDs and just like throw them outside, like the trailer, roadside records. They don't even listen to it, or they might listen to it, but I try to make it a point to like really listen to like people, especially if they're going to do like remixes. And so even though we had met once and I didn't really know who he is, we are working doing some like side projects together, and I have other side projects in like Denver. And yeah, I feel like I just love creating, you know? Yeah, no, it's really, really well said. Um, you know, another track you, you recorded here today at the House of Rock is a track called Days and Nights. Mm-hmm. Now, in Days and Tonight's case, and I'm going cold turkey into this, um, I love the title. And I'm mm-hmm. a guy that responds to melodies in titles, right? Something hooks you, it's either a title or a melody for me. Mm-hmm. So, Days and Tonight's. Tell me what you were thinking when you wrote this song. Well, I was on the road when I wrote it, and I had toured a lot over, you know, 150 days in one year, and I just kept going out on the road, and I was just thinking about, like, 
you know, there's so many professions where you'll work and not sleep at all, uh, especially like engineering, whether it's like a musician or, but, uh, you know, I was just not sleeping a lot. I was like on the road all the time. And, and so I just like wrote it about how sometimes you might have what you want, but it's not what you thought you wanted. It's like you had a vision of something else and you're there doing your dream, but it's not like exactly what you thought. And then you start thinking about the things that you're missing out on and like, you know, is this really what I want? And it's kind of like one of those self-realizations that um, it is. Music is something I want. It's something worth fighting for. But it is really, really hard to tour, especially solo, you know, on the road or even with one friend. It could be between both of you very exhausting and um, demanding and to be on every night and with all the driving. But um, I feel you know I love that song and it does it's very honest you know it's just I'm not holding back lyrically so the melodies are there in the title but it's also very like it's no bullshit you know yeah so shall we play it sure let's All right. let's hear it here we go from the house of rock we've got Stacy Clark performing days and nights <laughs>
would say that having sat in front of and alongside many singer-songwriters, I get the, personally, I get the most out of these type of podcasts. For one, I don't have a band who's trying to impress each other with the answers or, I mean, that's not to say that I don't love doing podcasts with bands, but. I love egos. Oh, wait, I'll, I'll let my ego really out. <laughs> We got to talk about how I'm promoting the next record, and that's going to be in my new Girls Gone Wild video. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And creative, kidding. creative magic in kidding. music is also what I teach here. No, <laughs> no and, and that's actually, it's just a lot of fun to hear your path, your inspiration, where and how you write, and of course, the hardships that come along with it. But there's also a lot of wins. So in the case of a win, um, you have a four-track EP coming out. Mm-hmm. And on that four-track EP, uh, we have Lose My Mind and Days Into Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to play a couple tracks from the EP. But before we do that, uh, let's send people to the website, stacyclark.net. Yep. And very important, folks, Stacy Clark is very simple. It's S-T-A-C-Y-C-L-A-R-K. Right. Dot net. Yes. Stacy Clark can be spelled 17 trillion ways. I literally have won awards that have like my first and last name both spelled wrong, and I'm just like, what am I gonna do with this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so let's just keep it at Stacy Clark, S T A C Y C L A R K dot net. Mm-hmm. From there, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Magic. What else? <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, EP is gonna be put out on Harbor Records, which is underneath Caroline publishing which is underneath EMI so for those that like to know the technicality of where this is coming out um, go to iTunes it'll be out if it's not already out by the time we publish the podcast it will be um, in the next week or so so uh, check in there and then obviously you'll have a release or a re-release later in the year Mm -hmm. where you'll have some other tracks that we'll highlight later on um, released on that. So um, as we roll into actual tracks recorded, uh, the first track we wanted to highlight is called Everything's Changing. Mm-hmm. What's it like playing that track live? Oh, well, I play that acoustic a lot. Um, it's a very, it's one of my favorite songs because it is like a very folk singer-songwriter song. And um I was lucky enough on the record to have my friend Andrew McMahon play piano and sing. And um, when I originally wrote it, I really imagined it being used, you know, kind of like a Juno soundtrack, like very like independent film or, you know, I think I would love to hear it in a movie. But it's just really raw and organic and you have the guitar and the piano and I just let the lyrics breathe there. So and it's really simple, just about, you know. Every year, there's more changes, whether you're graduating school, having a friend getting married, or watching people having babies, or, you know, there's always some kind of crazy event, and um, I just can't even believe how fast time flies by, you know? I'd like to add to that. Um, It's been a crazy week for me, and uh, I think changes are very important, or you'd be living the same chapter in the same book. So I think that when you're talking about everything's changing, it just means that you have more chapters in your life. Mm-hmm. It gives you a lot more to appreciate. Mm-hmm. So I love the song title, hence my wanting yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. Um, all right, so without further ado, off the EP entitled Days Into Nights, the track Everything's Changing by Stacy Clark. Mm-hmm. 
thousand paths or colliding I feel the time is past the tide is coming in on the other side the grass is greener I'll pass the breakers the water gets deeper Friday afternoon, the sun is shining. Magic. We've got an audience, and it, yeah, it is Friday magic hour. All right, so the sec- the second track off the EP that we wanted to highlight um, is called Next Town. Do you want to talk about that, or should we just play? Yeah, no, I definitely, I feel like this is like one of my favorite tracks on 
this record. Um, I was actually up in Portland, Oregon, at my friend Skylar Norwood's studio. And by the way, porn star Skylar Norwood. No. <laughs> okay, because that's a pretty cool name. Oh yeah, no, he. I mean, he could be, but um, I met Skylar when I was 19 on my first tour by myself across the country. And then we ended up in a band together and like really good friends. And here we are like years later, I'd help build a studio at his parents' house and in exchange, I get, you know, free recordings. That's like a really great, too bad it's in Oregon. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I finally like took him up on this because I was like, you know what? I'm going to go up there and have some fun. And so I literally just like, I've been touring and traveling a lot. And when I was up there, I just wrote the song right in the studio and it was very simple and organic and um it has the very you know northwest like death cab vibe but it just I don't know it's a very simple song but it invokes like a lot of emotion and meaning (laughs) (laughs) all right so from the origin of Portland Oregon where the song was conceived yes which is now on the days and the nights EP Mm -hmm. we've got Stacy Clark playing the track next town here you have it lying on the bed that we shared we talked about our dreams and how we'd get there sitting on your porch looking at a map talked about where we've been and how to get back We are back. We are we're having a great little afternoon here. Um, you know, it's fun to sort of do the podcast on a Friday, and and for the following reasons, I think people are generally in better moods. It means that tomorrow, unless we have prior commitments, we have a day to relax, which means you can sleep in. Oh yeah. What's your? Yeah, actually, I'm interested to know what's your day like. You know, versus like Monday versus Sunday. 
Like, do you actually sleep in or do you have a routine? Well, actually, my schedule is all over the place. Um, Sundays I play soccer. So right now it alternates. Right now I'm on a woman's 7v7 team and it's two games in a row, but they're only like a half hour each. Okay. But it's intense on a turf, you know? So Sundays I do get up early. Um, Saturdays I usually sleep in and usually I just hang out, you know, it's nothing like too stressful unless if I have like a recording or songwriting session. Mondays I have band practice in Hollywood, so that's three hours. And then usually I'll have like business meetings during the day. Um, Monday through Friday alternates like pretty much my, you know, I always do music, singing, singer, songwriting, writing songs, working with other people, whether I'm co-writing, writing for myself, recording, that's always what I'm doing. And then there's a whole other side, which a lot of people aren't aware or they just are very fortunate to have people doing it for them. But even though I have managers and a label, I do a lot on my own. Like I'm very involved with like booking and marketing and design. And I work really closely with like everybody involved in my camp and um, my backgrounds in design and marketing. So I'm kind of a control freak. But I feel like you have to like be the captain of your own ship to like and if it sinks, then hey you sink with it and if it doesn't then at least you know you feel better that you tried you know like but um and then I also play soccer and I work out that's really I mean no. it's a good life but it's a lot of you know and there's, there's a lot of structure well and there's yeah and there's a lot of like the social marketing you know it's like again I have a label but it's like I'll do a lot of like the Facebook Twitter Instagram managing that if there's any songs like MySpace um I'm going to be involved with um, some things like a featured artist in September. So that's like really exciting. And I have to like make sure my new page is all. It's like little things like that that takes a lot of time that you would just be like, you know, but it's like you have to upload all your songs and things like that. Protecting and, your brand. Yeah. Right? You're and not doing it yourself. Somebody might put up the wrong Yeah, and I don't want to torture, yeah. you know, my friend at the label. <laughs> well, I'd love to talk a little bit more. So if you go to StacyClark.net, um, and you click on the YouTube, one of the videos that's there is Signs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I watched that video just a couple hours ago even. I, I knew about it because when we first started talking, I was drawn to you because the video is so great. But I rewatched it earlier today. It's beautifully shot. And uh, I asked you where it was shot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, tell us a little bit more about the music video. So I shot the video in Los Angeles with my friends. It was directed by Ivan Ives. Um, he's an amazing director and also a rap artist. He is very intelligent and a close friend of mine. And then his director of photography, Michael Norquest. And they had a nice little team. And we just filmed it all over L.A. in the middle of the night. And then also on location in a studio, which was really fun and it was a two-day shoot, so we really did a lot. But, I mean, it's they use a red camera, and they're very talented. You know, a lot of it, very good at editing and everything. You know, it's like you can be good with, like, you can have the best equipment, but if you don't know how to use it properly, you know, and if you don't know how to edit, then it doesn't even matter. So, so props to Ivan. Yeah, he's amazing. Very cool. So everyone go to StacyClark.net, click around, friend, Facebook, follow, whatever you want to do it. But... Uh, definitely check out that music video. Signs is very catchy and certainly caught me. Um, all right, so listen, we are rolling into the third part of the podcast. I really don't want to get to the third part. It means that we're you know coming to a close pretty soon. But the third part of the podcast, I asked you to pick any track by any artist in the world. So the blank canvas, you can do whatever you want with. Who did you choose as your artist and what track? Well, my favorite, one of my favorite songs ever is a Fleetwood Mac song, um, Dreams. 
and you know Stevie Nicks sings it with the band and it's just like one of the most beautiful written songs and no matter how many times I go and see them play like there's just something about the history of the band and how they've like survived this industry and uh they're you know songwriting and everything it just moves me to tears and it's literally like every time I like see this band live and this song comes on I just it's like a beautiful like tears come to my it's not like I'm bawling but it's just it touches me in such a way that it's like I just can't believe how many years they've been together how many things they've seen from the you know 70s eight all these different eras and um you know and how that song from 1970 still lives on today and I don't know there's something really magical about that you want to know something else that's magical that the master bathroom was inspired by fluid mac and how every room in this house is inspired by a musician Mm -hmm. tina turner with the with the dining room Mm -hmm. but fluid mac was the master bathroom with the toilet that might sing to you when you uh, open the lid. That's funny because I was telling my friends that the most impressive room in the house is the toilet that sings, and I love that bathroom. And when we were <laughs> eating lunch, I was like, we should go sit in the bathroom because it's stupid nice. You know, it's like very well, amazing. Well, we should play the track so we can, for all the listeners who don't know this classic track. So you guys put yourself in a little bubble bath and uh, turn it up here. Here you go. A little Epsom salt. <laughs> You have Fleetwood Mac, the track Dreams. say the only downfall of the singer-songwriter is that we really just do one one choice so I gave you one choice and with a band we, yeah. we go through like five or six sometimes no that's okay yeah okay but we're gonna focus like, my drummer likes this track exactly, right. <laughs> exactly no you're right so um we do a house pick and uh when I heard you were doing fluid mac dreams it made me think of uh, a band that we've had on the podcast called blonde fire which is a five-piece and ironically enough, and I could never do this with my sister, um, you have the Driscolls. So Bruce and Erica got together. Their uh, their father's American, their mother's Brazilian, and they grew up, I think, in Michigan, and then moved over to New York, and now we're living in L.A. But um, the the track is called Waves. It's got that waves, and I just like I don't know. I feel like the first time I heard this track, it reminded me a little bit of Fluid Mac. Maybe not the vocals per se, but like mm-hmm. the flow of the song. Mm-hmm. So uh, these guys released the track um, in November when they released the EP, which is called Where the Kids Are um, on Warner Brothers back in November of 2012. I've seen them live quite a few times. They're fantastic. Again, it's Blonde Fire, the track Waves. Here you have it. 
right, Stacey Clark. So here we are closing out our podcast, talking about who Stacey Clark is, what she did today. What do we have to look forward to in the future? <sighs> well, when I'm the next president, <laughs> just kidding. You, um, I would never. Then wa- all the skeletons <laughs> come out of the closet uh, yeah. times two, and you yeah. don't want that. No, there's so. not. I don't have many skeletons in my closet, so. Okay, so pretty, maybe you should run. No, I'm, I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> um, I feel like we're all puppets. It's just a matter, you know. If you know, there's only so much you can do to make things happen. Even the president has like people to deal with, you know. Um, I just would rather live in my bubble and write about politics and people. <laughs> that's that's very fair to say. Yeah. But, I mean, I have no idea what the future holds, but I do know this. It's going to be awesome. And so everybody who's tuned in, go to StaceyClark.net. Go like her on Facebook. Follow her on Twitter. Instagram, follow, whatever that thing is. I'm just getting hip to that, by the way. I love Instagram. <laughs> um, and... Uh, to come back, Stacy. We'd love to have you back on the podcast. It'd be amazing. Make sure you come back on a Magic Friday. <laughs> and uh, here's us tuning out. We'll see you soon. Good luck with the release of the EP, which is entitled Days Into Nights. Stay tuned for the December release of the full album. Yeah. And uh, Stacy, enjoy the rest of your beautiful Friday. Thank you. I and- plan on doing cannonballs in the pool. Let's do that, cannonball! <laughs> right now, let's go. And this light is driving me, driving me. Say, hey, hey, hey. Say, hey, hey, hey.